This week's parsha starts on Melech Zokin Vo by Yomim, Vayichasu Babagodim Lo Yechavoy. And then that prayer goes on and it talks about the fact that Adoniyohu ben Chagis declared that he was the king and he got Yoyov and Avyosu to back him. So Basheva and the Nosin Anovi goes to Basheva and says, don't you realize that Shlomo is supposed to be the king and they have the strategy they can go to David and they go talk to David. And at the end, David says, yes, Shlomo is going to be the king and he'll take care of it. And the uh, have Torah ends and Basheva says, uh, you know, uh, Melch David, so Parsha, you would say that the Tzushtel to this week's Parsha is, of course, in the Parsha, it also says that Ram Zokin Bobayomen. But Lechaira, you know, for the Haftaira to just be devoid of the fact that both of them got old would be, you know, usually that player has to have a much more deeper significance to the parsha. So one thing that's interesting is that after it says that David became Tzokin, the Haftarah goes about telling us that he uh, he laid a, he, he that Shlomo was going to be the king. So he established the future, and that's the end of the Haftarah. The future was established. Same thing, it says, Avram Zokin Bobayomen, and then right away he sees to it that Yitzchak gets married to Rivka and he sells Avek the future Davis of Klal Yisrael for Yitzchak and Rivka. So both people, when they got old, made sure that the future was guaranteed. David by ensuring that Shlom would be the Melech, Avram by making sure that Yitzchak and Rivka would get married and they would have Yaakov. So that's true. But the end is that I think there's a if sure, even a deeper Kesher. Because right before it says that Avrom Zotin Bobayomim, you have the story of Avrom buying Ma'orasamakpela. And right before the story in the Haftarah where it says Amela Zotin Zotin Bobayom, which is Perak Aleph in Satrum Malachim Aleph, in the last Perak in Shmuel Days, it talks about how David HaMelech bought the Mokrin for the Beis Hamigdash from Aroina HaYehusi. So, right before Melech Dovzokim he establishes the Mokrin of the Beis Hamigdash, and right before Rovzokim Babayomim, he purchases Moris HaMachpeva. Now, what do these two things have in common? What's the Kesher? So, let's talk a little bit about Moris uh, Avram Avinu, vice to Chois, he wanted to buy Moritzam, he knew what he was going for. If he had, had Moritzam Akpela in mind, he came to Bnei Ches and they said, you can have anybody's Mokim Kvura, and he said, no, I want to talk to effort. I want Moritzam Akpela. So how did he know about it? So the Medrash says that when he went to get the Boker to feed the kid, the Malachim, who came, who he thought were not the people, so he chased one of the cattle all the way, and it's nothing to Morrison and he, he, he whether is he, he went into the cave or he sensed the Kedushin, the Mokim, but he knew this was the Mokim Kodesh. This is a place that he wanted to have, and so this is what he was determined to buy. And so um, the Asoyed Advarim is that Svarim say that the Morrison of the Tesla to Ganeda. That's what it is. It's the doorway 
to Gan Eden. And uh, in that case, it's Mechaber, this world, and the world of Gan Eden, the world of the future. The Mokim, that's Mechaber, two Wailomas, two worlds. And so, Shem uh, Shmuel is Masber, that a Pesach in Halacha, Morris says, the Pesach is Meshamesh Tevishuyais. If the door is open, so is Kalifnim. The door is closed, it's Kalachutz. So the Pesach can become the Shusa Rabbim or Hiri Shusa Yochit. It's Meshamesh Tevishuyais. The Pesach, the Ganadin, is Meshamesh Oilum Azer, and Ganadin, Oilum Habo. It's interesting, this Agav Urcha, just to emphasize this Nakuda, there's a famous Misa, it's brought down, it happened to the Yid, the Chesed Avram, it's Rabbi Avram Zulai, who was a great-great-grandfather of the Chidah. So um, the Misa is brought down, the Chesed Avram in Sefer says this Nakuda, that, that the Morris Machpelah is the Pesach of and he talks about people who are buried in Hebron, so they go straight to, to Ganeda. So there was a Misa that took place, it actually took place the week of Parshish Chayesor. And the, the, the Arabs also come to Daven Morsa Machpelah, and they hold the Abraham as their patriarch, and so they wanted Daven there. And so it once happened that there was a Pasha from Istanbul, who probably was related to the Sultan of Turkey, and he came once and he wanted to pray by uh, the cavern. So he came and he, so then I guess there was an opening and you could look down into the opening which was open into the, into the cave and he bent down and his sword fell into the Ma'ura. And this was a very hush of a sword that was studded with diamonds and gold and he wasn't going to let the sword just lie down there. So he told one of his soldiers to go get it. They lowered it with a rope and he never came up. He died. So he lowers another soldier. And after he lowered two or three soldiers, uh, you know, uh, less people volunteered for the mission. And so um, what did he do? He told the Jews, you got to get the sword. If you don't get the sword, all the Jews are going to be killed. So they made a girdle, and the girdle fell on Rabbi Vrom Azulai. He has to go down. So he was retired himself. He went to the mikvah, and he stayed up all night in Kabul, whatever the mice was. And the next morning, they lowered him down. And they waited, and they waited, and they waited, and he didn't come up. But uh, finally, you know, he, he tugs on the rope, and he says, okay, lift me up, and he comes up with the sword. And they follow him home, and everyone is uh, to freedom. He saved the life of the Yidden. The, you know, the, the, the Pasha has a sword. Everyone is happy. And he tells them, they come to his house, he tells them what happened. This is what he says over I went into the cavern, and I suddenly see a person comes towards me, and I ask, who are you? And he says, I'm Eliezer Eben Avram, and I take care of the others, Kaseder. <clears throat> and so I said, can I speak to Avram? And so he took me to see Avram, and I fainted. So he brought me some, some, some flowers or whatever from, from Ghanaian, and they revived me. They told me, you can't look at the office. You'll, you'll faint again. But I said, um, I want to learn Taylor with them. So we learned Taylor. And then they said, you can't stay here because she's still alive. And you can't be here with us. So they promised me that if I go back upstairs, I'll die the next day and I'll come back and they'll learn with me again. 
So he said, tomorrow I'm leaving this world. The Kachava that night, he stayed up all night learning Kabbalah. The next morning, he said goodbye, lie down in bed, and he was lifting. And I don't know, we still there talking learning with the others, so he went on to bigger and better places, whatever it is. But that's the Misa, for whatever it's worth. That is the Pesach Shel Ganeidit, right? As I state, that's the Lavrom, or Lavrom Azulai. You can see the Misa is brought down in the sacred Meshach Parsha and other sources, and I heard the story numerous times, you probably heard it also. So, I'll call upon him, so you have to understand. So, this is the Pesach Shel Ganeidin. So, it says in, in the Medrash Tanchumov, and uh, Shemesh Shmuel tries to be Mazbid, it's a shtickle, that um, Medrash Tanchumov says, Shayavrom Mekoinen al-Sorah Kola Parsha Shal, this is a Medrash Tanchumov, Roma Vina was Mekoinen al-Sorah Kola Parsha Shal Eishas Chayel, and what's it saying? Hey, Shishchayel, Zomimo Sodevatikochayel, that she planned the purchase of the field and she purchased it. Not Losora Hamachpela Vishom Nikvara. She bought it and there she was buried. Shenem Viyachrikin Kova Vramasora. So the Shemish Mul says, Vayna Muvon doesn't have it in Stanis. Well, he's calling him Kiyosod and Machpela. You ask him, he says, How does he say she bought the Maora? She acquired it. Lachira, Avram acquired it after she died. After. So, she had to understand what that means. So, um, he goes on to say that that's the Pshat. It was the Pesach show. The, the, it was the doorway to Gan Eden. He says this with the Mokim of Chibur of two worlds. Now, the interesting thing is that, first of all, this Moor is in Hebron, which is a Lushen of Chibur. And there were four couples buried there. Now, it's Yedua, that if you have a couple that lives b'shalom, ish ve'isha shchina shchina shruya b'name. Why? Because the ish is a yud and the ish is a hey. So the yud and the hey is the shem Hashem. But I think it's deeper. It says b'kah Hashem tzur aylamin. That the letters yud and the letter hey, Hashem Kadosh Baruch created the worlds. The letter yud was the letter with which Hashem created aylam habo, and the letter hey aylam hazeh. Why is the Yud Elam Because the Yud is always the future tense. Yivne, you know, Oz Yoshir, always in the future. The Hey represents this world. As I'll say, it's open on the bottom. If you want to go down, hence the game. And if you want to come back up, it's open on the top. Exactly. So, so the Yud and the Hey is a combination of Elam Habo and Elam Hazeh. So again, it's combining two worlds. So you have two couples that live with Shalom Bayez, they combine two worlds and they brought the Shekhinah into their midst. That's the site. So that's the Mokim called Hebron, Kyrgyz Arba. There's also Rashi said one of the Pshakim there. So the Pshat is that Sori Menu, she, she planned the field, meaning she acquired that Nakuda, she lived that reality of living in two worlds. She was living on one hand, Baha'i Alma, but at the same time, she was living in a world of eternity, right? It was Kimea Shemaim Aloris. That's the way she lived. And Yaakov Galinsky is Masber. He says, it says in the Pesach, that talks about Sari being the beginning of the Tarsha. So it says, Yemeshne Chai Yisara Kulon Shavin Letaiva. He says, what are you talking about? Kulon Shavin Letaiva. You're talking about a woman who didn't have children. She was 90. What kind of agony that is? So even cool and shoving with time. How do you compare the first 90 years of her life to the last 37 years where she had a child? How could they be cool and shoving with time? 
and 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 uh, she didn't have Ozerak Nesnefer. She was taken to Paro, and she was taken by Yadi Melech, and all the difficulties they had. So let's check who and show them the Taiva. So the parents is that if you're living, that part of you is an oil of emes. You understand this world is just a prisoner. The real world is oil of emes, oil I'm only here to prepare my oil of Right? So whatever Hashem dishes to me, that's all part of my plan to prepare for Elam Haba. But I'm living with my mind, and my focus is on Mitzvahs. Right? Uh, once he gives a marshal, he's on the bus once, and he sees a yid, you know, standing there on the bus, and he's, you know, tapping his feet, and he's singing. So he, he, he says he likes that, you know, he loves people to simcha. He goes on to the guy who was So the guy says, I'm on my way to my nephew's house. He says, oh, yet's vashteyach. Person on the way to the chasm, he's singing on the way to the chasm. Person living his life on the way to Gan Eden, so your whole life is shavu kul shavu l'tayv. I'm on my way to. The, he, he said the, he once had this Einfall. He said he, he once had a, a meeting with a very big veer in New York. So the guy had an office in a skyscraper. So he was 60th floor. So he members some come to the building and I'm downstairs. Trying to look upstairs to 60th floor, but you can't see that high. You know, you can, you know, the windows look like little little pieces of uh, glass. On, uh, so then he goes upstairs and he sees the guy's got this big window and he looks down. He sees everything on the ground. It looks like you know every you know every every head down on the bottom looks like a pinhead, right? And so he says, "Oh, when you're down below, you're down in this world. Everything looks big to you. When you're up there, everything seems irrelevant." Right? If you're living with your life and your head is in Shemayim, if you're living with your, your, your focus is on Nitzchis, that's reality, then you look at this world as not Negea. Right? But if this world is where you're living, then everything becomes a major issue. Right? It's just like the Maisa with Avron and Avron. They, they, they burnt him. And so the, the, the Galochim were laughing. And they said, so... Uh, Probably when you get up to heaven, you're going you're gonna to get God to take revenge. So he said, uh, you don't understand. When I was a little boy, I had, you know, I played with the peasant kids. You know, my father was this big, big, big beer. You know, he said he had 999 estates. And he didn't want to get 1,000 because 999 sounded better than 1,000. Now, that's the kind of beer that he was. And, and so, so he's playing with these peasant kids. And they were making these mud people or whatever, and one of the kids broke his toys. So he got very upset that he told his father he wants the guy killed. So his father said, Do you understand? You're a smart boy. I don't kill people because they messed up your toys. He says, Okay, when I get older, I'll take revenge. He said, You think when I got older, I take revenge? I grew up and I understood it's child's play. He says, When I come to heaven, I'm going to look down at this world and see it's child's play. I'm not going to. I'm going to take revenge. What, what, what if you stepped on a mud pie? What are you doing? I'm going to. I'm going to be up there in heaven. Everything's going to be irrelevant to me. So the people who are living with that reality, that's life. So she was living. And it's an army cool and shut up the when you understand what life is all about. And so when they look, this is the insight had voted that um, she was living in two worlds. Yes, she wanted that kind of a life, and she acquired it. So her house was a base of Migdosh. The side of Hebron is a mockim that's Mechaber to Elamis. What's the base of Migdosh? 
It's the same idea. It's a place where you go and you see Nisim, you see, you see miracles. Right? Because it's a place that connects this world and a world of Nitzchias, a world of, uh, of beyond this world, you know, where size doesn't matter and place doesn't matter and nothing matters. You're there in the Mokim Ashkina, and it's Nisim, Kaseder. Right? Why? Because this is, you're connecting to, to, to Nitzchias. And so those are the two places that that Doma to the David Zokin and Avram Zokin is they created a Mokim to bridge the gap between two worlds. You can be a But once they created that Kesher between this world and the world of Nitzchias, they could stellavek the future for their daughters. And they they were they were masbir what it is to live, what life is all about. And so um I mean, they're both doing the same basic idea of shdeling avek or mokim of min chaber to elamis, right? What's the difference of that's why David is one of the others, so to say, that he's a fourth regal of the Merkava. So it's a chaluk of what that was, the tachlik that they had to create. So the, the Malbin is Masber, a medrash uh, on the parashat, is a medrash that says that. Um, They lifted b'neiches asor upon them. Ksiv b'neiches b'neiches asor. In other words, you read the parsha. It says many times, right? And and so eight times in this parsha it says the words b'neiches, and then twice later on when it talks about moris amachtela. So so how many? How many quills were broken? How much ink was used over the doyrus to write the nechase ten times? Like, what did it have to be written ten times? So it says, Asor Kenegar Aseris Adibris. It says ten times Kenegar Aseris at Lamedcha, Shomishemavara Mechre Shotzadikim Makayim Aseris Adibris. So it says, Whoever is Mavarer, who maybe clarifies or enables the Mechre, so the Tzadik, it's Ke'ilu, he was Makayim, the Aseris Adibris. The Malbim is Masbury, what's the uniqueness? What was Avram's objective in, in emphasizing to B'nai Chais that he's burying the dead? He said it has to be a certain. They didn't understand that there's such a thing as Hashanah Nefesh. They understood the person dies, it's over. You bury him only because, uh, you know, people shouldn't smell the dead body. You've got to get rid of it, and after a while you can get rid of the grave. Avram Avinu was saying no. The reason why you bury that body is because the, 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 the body, the neshama lives forever. And the body will come back and see us amazing. There's a connection between this world and the next world. It's not just, you hear today, gone tomorrow, and it's all over. We live forever. The connection, the connection between this world and eternity. So a person who, who studies that and understands what Abroma Avinu did with the Neches, that understanding of combining those two worlds, that's what the Aseris Adibis was all about. That you give, Christ was Makabal the Torah, they were Makabal the Kesha with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so by Raisa Kuchu, you learn Torah, you have Makushu with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's a Kesha to eternity. And the same thing, this is what he was trying to tell them. You're making a mistake. Life is, this is just a prose story. Life is forever. And that's what he's trying to show them, why he's burying the maze. It's not Stam. Got to get rid of it someplace, right? You know, if you don't believe in the, that sort of base in a dumpster, right? Parents is, but my body lives forever. That's the so that's why one Ma'ora is a It's a place, it's a Ma'ora, but there's a Ma'ora, it's an upstairs. 
connect the upstairs and the downstairs. That was the excited bottom. And so that's the excited bottom that the hachana that we have to realize this world is also only the the praise that's in eternity. When you look at that that way, so I heard there was a, a mice recently, was a, a father was sitting shiva for his son that was killed on that Shabbos and the uh, day that the terrorist attack took place, maybe it was by the, that music concert or whatever. So his, his boy had gone off the derech and had gone to this concert and his former Rosh Yeshiva came to be Menachem Oval. So the father said to the Rosh Yeshiva, you came to be Menachem I don't need a Nechama. What do you mean you don't need a Nechama? He said, my son came to me in a dream. And he said to me, Abba, you should know I am up here in Gan Eden and I'm learning Torah with the Rabbi Nishalayim. You have nothing to be upset about. So he said, you don't have to be Menachem. I got my Nechama. So what does that mean? You know, if, if the story is true, that the person who drives al kiddus Hashem is a kodesh, and the kodesh is like to great things. And so, but the understanding is that there's two worlds. This is not the be all to end all. We have to live life with the with the realization that I'm on my way to nitzvahs, and this is what it's all about. I'm not here for 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 the here and now. I'm here for the for the osid. And you live that way, you live on a even a level of ruchnius. So the male we become better people, become different people. That's go. Shweir, thank you for listening. Did you say that on any way, how long for the belly is because 